Eric B's Daily Vlogs. All right, another guest that we have today. It's Sunday morning. It's the first day of daylight savings. If you don't live in Hawaii and Arizona, lucky for you guys, you guys don't have to do daylight savings, but we do. So it's the first day of daylight savings here in California. We got a special guest in the waiting room. So we'll get this started on the other side of the break. So let's get this started. Welcome everyone. It's the daily podcast and the daily vlogs channel. I am your host, Eric B. We have a special guest that's on, that's in the waiting room right now. And I'm going to go ahead and let him in in about 30 seconds. So for you guys who are awake, you guys are watching. Thank you guys for being awake. Thank you guys for watching. I know our body is still saying it's eight o'clock in the morning. Well, nine o'clock in four minutes, but it is daylight savings. It's that one time of the year that we all want to throw our phones, throw our clocks against the wall, but we can't. So for you guys, you guys have a day, you have an extra day, so you can't say, hey, I woke up late because of daylight savings. You guys can't do that. So it's daylight savings. That's how it is. So I'm going to bring in my guest right now. He is ready and waiting, and I want to thank him. And here he is, Mr. Aki Katabi. Katabi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on here. No, thank you. Thank you for jumping on. And for you guys who don't know who he is, he's on, he's, I saw you on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I saw you on Hobbs and Shaw. I saw you on Wonder Woman. And I'm currently trying to find where I can watch um, uh, Clay's Redemption. That oh, movie right. looks, that movie looks awesome. It's a sci-fi movie. And that's what, that's the kind of movies I like do. I, I like watching. Oh yeah. That's my friends. I love making that film i think they have a website uh just www.claysredemption.com I, I i'm assuming that would have links okay okay um but i don't know um yeah well you have a very good eye i had a different friend of mine message me when i posted about um finally getting to see the batman and be on it and he was like oh well I've watched all these films that your IMDb says you're in, and I had no idea. <laughs> and I was thinking, all right, well, <laughs> you blink and miss me, I guess. Blink and you, <laughs> no, but that's the cool thing. First of all, go ahead and introduce yourself so that the, everyone that's listening and watching knows who you are. Sure. Uh, hi, my name is Aki Katabi. I am an actor. Uh, I grew up in, started in Texas, went to Japan for a year, eight years in LA, and now based in London. And, uh, working all nice. over let's give uh aki a round of applause for being on here and Aki's in a different time zone than we are so um we gotta you know enjoy his sun his sunlight and our sunlight is kind of almost matching but i know i know it's like probably like mid-afternoon or late evening where you are right now <laughs> but yeah so you see this is what i love about um doing these kind of interviews and what i love is of, of course, in the movies that we mentioned, you have like, you know, you have Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you have Sebastian Stan. Those are the big characters that everybody wants to interview because, you know, they're the characters, right? They're the main guys. But then I also have this thing about, you know, there's also the people that supports the movie or the movies and TV shows as well. Um, 
like your character RJ in in the Falcon and Winter Soldier, that character right. right there, that's what brings you know Bucky. That's what makes him humble. I would say is because you know in the movie he's hanging out with your dad. He's you know trying to pay respects to the wrongs that he did in the past and. Yeah, if, that's a great backstory. Yeah, if you don't see that, you're like, wow, you know, it's like so. So those are you. You guys are like the kind of characters that I love in movies because, like you said, blink and you miss it. You know, in Hobbs and Shaw, you had a chance to go in the room and go beat up the Rock, and and you're like, I'm not, I'm not going in there. No, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So yeah, you know, other than. You know, the the movie that just came out, The Batman, you have a lot, and I mean a lot of movies that you've done. Um, and one question I had for you, or one, the first question I have for um, a lot of people is, what got you into acting? What made you say, you know what, I'm a young boy in Texas, I think I'm going to give acting a chance? I, I guess I, I just always really loved films, and... Um, Initially, I was studying computer science at UT Austin, and I didn't really, I started to think it wasn't quite for me, no matter how much I loved playing video games. I didn't know if I loved creating the functions behind them. And kind of on a random whim, like just walking around campus, I saw an audition for a student film, and I just thought, that would be so cool. Let me try. And I went in and I was so nervous. My, my hands were shaking. The paper was like, it was just really bad. So bad that I was like, you know what? I'm not even in any, I'm, I'm got to like take a class in this just to, I got to get at least a little better. I, I can't have my hand shaking, you know? And, um, that's where I really learned, you know, how much craft and how you can break down a scene. And I started seeing the kind of, yeah, craft behind it. And I thought, I thought this would be really cool to do this work as yeah. a, a career. And I didn't really know if it would work, but um, yeah, that's when I started. And I was, before that, I loved playing. I mean, I lived in Austin, Texas, so I loved music. I was hoping to be a pro skateboarder, <laughs> um, cracked a bunch of bones and just realized my pain tolerance and skill level may not quite be hard, uh, yeah. good enough. And I uh, thought perhaps acting, it seems like you can do it till you get old. So I, maybe it'd be the wisest of the, the three to nice. try. Uh, and yeah, and here I am, geez, 20 years later from that time. Um, wow. And, and it's really cool. And so I, I love it. I just love, it's, it's a, it's really fun to be part of, these shows and yeah, things yeah. that I, I never initially thought I could be. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's cool. No, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I mean, you know, I started doing these interviews. Um, I would say a year ago, I spoke to you earlier today and it was because of the pandemic when I decided to do a podcast because I wasn't able to go out and do the vlogs that I normally want to do around San Francisco and speaking mm -hmm. to, to you speaking to all the ac other actors that I have or I had in the past, made me appreciate actors more and more. I mean, the struggles you guys go through, the the auditions that you you guys have to get. Um, last week I had um, a Josette from The Cleaning Lady and she described mm. as, she described 
getting a callback as winning the lottery. Like you get a callback and we want you to be, it's like winning the lottery. And I'm like, wow, that's a good example because when I do these shows and I reach out to you guys, it could be months before somebody responds back to yes, I'll do it. And when I get the Mm. response back, I'm like, yes, yes. You know, to me, it's like winning the lottery. So I appreciate what you guys do, the work you guys put in. Um, You and I were chatting all week about, you know, the time zone difference, all this, and just thinking about, man, you have to go from where you are, where you're from, England, you said you're coming from England, traveling just to do what you do and what you love doing. That's that's a lot of work. And I appreciate the, the things you guys do to make us viewers appreciate you guys even more. And they don't re see the backstory of, of what the, the what you guys go through and the 10 hour uh, takes that you guys got to make to make like a three minute scene, right? <laughs> yeah, that's part of the, I think I liked the technical side too. When you break down filmmaking, how much, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot more than I would say a lot more than just the actors. There's obviously the camera and the crew and yeah. director of photography and every, all the special effects and, um, yeah, it takes some patience or, you know, for everything to come together correctly, uh, and yeah and i guess in those situations sometimes it's like oh geez don't be the one to screw it up (laughs) um but uh no when you say that though i was thinking it's still it's such a cool i know some people say it's so tough but i recently started thinking it's kind of i guess the thing that maybe makes it feel tough is in a sense you put yourself out there a little bit yeah so it's very easy to feel like it's personal that when you get rejected but on the other hand i know of people who say are researchers that write papers and they constantly try to write a paper get it published and they're told to rewrite it they just keep going and going and then they finally you know get the paper but it's not quite in the magazine they want or what and so in my mind i feel like there's a lot of other professions that also work just as hard it's just i i happen to love the TV film and I'll, I'll, yes, it takes a lot of no's, but there's someone that will say yes. And, uh, and I'm always happy when that, that happens is how I look at it. What's your, um, and I don't want you to, you, you can be honest. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite, what's your favorite film or TV series that you've done so far? Your favorite character, I can say. Um, early on, uh, moving to London, it was, uh, working on Everly. I will have to say it was such a, um, I got, I taped from London and it was, uh, LA based people, uh, the director, Joe Lynch, they hired me. We shot in Serbia. All of a sudden I, I had actually been in Serbia earlier for a different film, um, the November man, but I was there for good part of nearly a month working opposite Salma Hayek. And it was nice. just like, I don't know how to explain it. Like a kind of like, what, how is this happening? Yeah. Um, and then just kind of learning on that set. And uh, that was my first experience actually with uh, having to put earplugs in for real blanks and how loud they can be and all sorts of firsts. But uh yeah, I think it was really cool to see how the movie magic uh, gets created. Nice. And also, yeah, like how um, 
how long it can take. Like, for example, I think I can say in that movie, there's one scene where she sprays this machine gun across and everything in the room like explodes. Wow. And so they had, you know, took a lot of time to set up all those mini explosives and uh, all the safety glass and everything to break. And then the first time she does it, your plugs are in. I mean, my heart is thumping. I'm going to get shot. It's my first time having like a metal plate with an explosive squib. It pops off. I feel like a sting. There's warm blood coming out. I just need to sit down. I was like, this is better. This is like doing the backdraft thing at Universal. But even crazy, I don't even feel like I'm doing any acting. And half the things didn't go off. Oh, no. So then they were like, oh, crap. Um we really can only do this one more time. Uh, but stop. We're going to take pictures of everything. And then they rep, like basically cleaned it up and replicated it with safe stuff. I had no idea this stuff even existed, like shattered glass made of like jelly. <laughs> so you could step on it, but yeah. it looks like shattered glass, like spiky shattered glass. And so stuff like that it and then of course that takes a while so on my end i just had to then wait for probably more than an hour and then everyone is more nervous because like it better work this time or yeah. maybe we don't have this shot and i think some part of filmmaking that's quite exciting uh and i yeah so that's one that's how it was. Nice. memory that i hope joe is not angry that i mentioned uh but it was a really good time good yeah can you can you describe your very first um first audition and and your first audition and if you can tell us what the audition was for and can you describe the feeling you had when you first had to go there and then when they said we want you to come back and play that role or play that character oh you mean the first the first one i was telling you about was when my hand was shaking with the paper yeah yeah and uh I didn't get called back. <laughs> um, I can't remember what that film was, but it was a student film. Um, okay. Of course, then I went to the classes and I went back to the radio television film department more determined than ever I'm going to not shake and do it correctly. Um, and I believe the first film I got was something called Hell on Sneakers. And it was just it was a cool little short film. Um, about a guy, yeah, a guy was kind of jogging through, uh, this, this person named Gray Drake, who I believe now interviews people on Rotten Tomatoes all the time. She was the director and, uh, yeah, they just said, Oh, so funny. Like, I think I was supposed to be listening to music and then this guy runs by and he makes me spill my drink. And so I just have to react and be like, Oh, what the hell? Uh, kind of thing. Um, and I did it with an Asian accent. So I was like, oh, what the hell kind of thing. Um, but uh, it felt totally weird. And then when they said, yeah, it'll be you, I think I kind of was like, okay, uh, let me work on that and hopefully do it okay. Nice. Uh, and yeah, and it's I don't know if you can find that anymore, but. I have it. You have it. I have it on my, I have all my stuff on my computer, but over the years, certain files have corrupted sadly from the backup, backup, backup. But uh, I believe I still have it. Um, Yeah, it was, it was fun. 
20 years. You're, you're, it's 2022. I'm looking. This is just your IMDb page. I'm pretty sure there's more before this, but 2022 is when you started doing your whole first into into films, and we're now in 2022. And you have, you know, besides the Batman, you have a couple of other 2022 films. Um, you also do you do voices and video games as well, right? Um, what's a video? Yes. Ga- what's your what's how is that like compared to acting on on screen, doing a voiceover? Um, it's compared to, it's, uh, I kind of, I guess, fell into it as I got to London, it happened more, but, uh, I love video games. So I, I loved playing them. I think the main difference is I realized often you can play several, especially if you're playing like smaller characters, you could play a couple different ones. And in the recording session, you may not know anything other than your lines. So it can be really, you really have to trust the voice director to kind of tell you, okay, this is when um, player could have bumped into your shoulder. So that's why you go, hey, I'm, well, watch what you're doing or, you know, what, whatever it might be. Um, and uh, the other trick is a lot of times you have to give varying degrees of something. If you were to get hit, there'll be a light hit, a medium hit, a heavy hit. Got it. Same if you're trying to like, climb up something you would like do a lightly to like a heavy like kind of thing like all those noises and um and thoughts like perhaps you like your i saw i liked your i like your branding uh by the way but like if you wanted to drink your coffee but you know a character might be like ah my my throat's kind of parched oh that looks good but then you might have to do like 10 versions of that Oh, uh, coffee. Oh, cup of joe. That sounds nice. Or, you know, <laughs> um, so in a sense, the games is cool, but it, it's good if you know how to play them because, yeah, you have to just, you may have to repeat a moment multiple times got it. if that makes sense. Yesterday when, we, fun, yeah. yesterday when we spoke, you also, you said you're, you're doing some kind of animation as well, right? Or you have, a, you have a show out that you're doing or a kid show? I, I, it's, I haven't been recording on that for a while now but it's a it's a kids a preschool animated series called go jetters which is on universal kids i believe in the u.s nice. or, um, and it's quite cool it's like a it's a over in the uk it's a c a bbc kind of children's bbc um channel called cbb's and uh they they still air it in the morning some it's a bunch of these little characters that kind of initially went to cool geographic locations so it was uh it's quite nice because you hear that you know it helps kids want to go travel to places like see the eiffel tower or and um yeah i play uh i play um a kind of all-american i'd say i kind of do a slightly bad keanu reeves accent (laughs) to be honest um but uh all-american good-hearted but maybe not always uh the quickest of wit type person. So, yeah. the, for example, they might say, you know, um, today we're going to go to the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and uh, my head might pop up, and I'm like, you know, did someone say pizza? <laughs> like that kind of thing. That's um, something I would say. <laughs> like, we're but, here, uh, yeah, there's a pizza. Yeah, that's no, no, no that's mm-hmm. cool. That's cool because you're what what you're what you're doing is not only are you doing things for the adults but you're also doing things for kids and different variety of kids you got the gamers and then you got the kids who just likes to watch youtube or videos all day 
and mm-hmm. you're just you know well rounded in your in your craft, and it's very it's very cool. Um, to be honest, I I didn't. It wasn't like I planned it to do that, but I guess luckily my my journey. I call it a roller coaster. Yeah. I try to remind myself to enjoy my roller coaster, yeah. but my roller coaster has ended up in stuff that I truly like as well, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is it like um, growing up in the United States and having to move across the pond to to is it London or England? Uh, London, England. Yes, London is kind of confusing because it's like London and England, which is part of the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's it's again, I didn't plan it. Um, I started. I mean, I guess. It's been a cool journey. It's. I think it was really nice to, growing up with parents from Japan in the summers, I would go visit my grandparents in a small town in, um, in kind of rural Japan. Um, and that was always like such a different experience to my main childhood in America. Yeah. So it was quite cool to then go from, like it was like I'd go to Tokyo and you don't drive or you just take yeah. trains and then I come back to Columbia, Missouri where you definitely drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, my dad is a professor. So at one point I did end up actually living in Brazil for a little. And I guess overall, I'd say it's nice to travel around because you kind of opened your eyes to just how people live in different places. Um Nice. And I, yeah, I think London's really cool. I think it would be, it's a really good city to come visit. It's a, it's a big melding pot. Nice. Um, maybe like a more chill New York <laughs> might be the way to put it. I did have a friend who came and was like, why is, what is going on here? I was expecting, you know, just some proper British people all sipping <laughs> tea and it's more like the melting pot (laughs) of of all sorts. No, no. Um, I mean, actually I remember uh, hearing, what's it? uh, One of a pizza place I always wanted to eat in West Hollywood and never did called matzah. I read their next site they chose, they decided London. So I'm very excited. They're, they're coming to nice. And I was like, Hey, getting, getting the food, good food. That's going to be a different experience. I mean, I'm pretty sure American pizza and European pizza, there's going to be a big difference in the, the toppings that they're going to put in. Cause I'm sure, you know, I'm a pepperoni sausage guy here. I'm not sure yeah. how, how, how you guys or the, the, the people in England feels about pepperoni and sausage. They got it. They, they got, got it. it. Okay. It's just like, yeah, that's like the coffee, just the Americano. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. want yeah. the closest thing to, and then, yeah, they got pizzas that say American. It's usually double pepperoni, yeah. maybe with some jalapenos, but they don't do the pickled ones as much. So they might just roast you some raw ones on there. <laughs> but uh, I got yeah. my new, I can hear my New York friends going like pizza. Come on, man. It's not about the pizza. It's the New York pizza. You know, we're talking about. <laughs> oh, and then the Chicago's will say that. Oh. And then I did go to New York and I ate so many slices of pizza. And oh. in the end, I think I appreciate all types. And I will say there's some really good, probably Italian ones in, yeah. in London. Yeah, that, that's my goal when I go travel is the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try the staples, whatever that, that place is famous for. Um, you know, mm-hmm. Chicago, you got the deep dish. I'm also going to try Chicago dog. Same thing in New York, uh, pizza and, and hot dog. I, I'm not sure what I'll try in England. I, I am not. 
I guess everyone says fish and chips. Yeah, and, yeah, that's uh, that's what I, I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, fish and chips. I, I got into I I chased finding the local like East End dive kind of uh, pine mash shops. Yes, where you eat like this this beef pie with um, mash, and they usually instead of gravy, they put something called liquor, which is like a parsley sauce. Okay, and you put vinegar on it, and I mm. yeah I I had fun look trying various versions of that um roast uh sunday roast that's another one okay um and then uh pasties corn cornish pasties which is like i guess historically it was half apple pie half meat pie i quite like getting just the meat pie part it's kind of like eating a weird apple pie chunk that's got like beef stew oh my god like dinty moore's beef stew (laughs) in the middle (laughs) um but I do probably stick more to my ramen noodles and uh, <laughs> laksa. Yes, uh, laksa um, roti is really good here. Uh, or, yeah, so it, you can go all, all directions. You go all day. How is yeah. your, um, I saw one clip on your IMDb page where you're speaking Japanese. How is your Japanese? I'm always having to work on it. Okay. Uh, I, did, I did study it in, in, uh, in, in university. Um, I didn't love speaking when i was a kid i think i tried my best to be as american as possible at one point and then as i grew up i tried to like i've realized there's something in me that's also japanese and i've tried to use it and um yeah i've uh i'd say i'm i'm passably fluent enough enough to where if you go to if i if you and i go to japan i'll be comfortable with you Mm -hmm. as my my tour guide or my, my translator when it comes to, to being in Japan. Right. I think so. Okay. Yeah. If you, if we could imagine right now, like, uh, like if you, if we were at a place and you just said, uh, can you say this? I could try it now. Uh, let's see. Well, let's test me right now. Got it. Um, uh, let's you... see. Uh, uh, let's see. Where's the nearest train station. So I would probably turn to, I would say first we got to go to the police actually there who they stand in these little boxes yeah. called Koban and they're good at giving directions. And then I probably go up to a cop and say, so you must send Ekyo doko desu ka? Uh, uh, which ah. is a very simple, that's basically like, where's the train station? I didn't actually say where's the closest train station, nice. but you got me brain farting. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was I was able to visit Japan. I, I went to um, we we went on a trip with a with a with a, a Hawaiian tour, and this is oh, cool. a, good, a good friend of mine that lives in Hawaii that does the travel um, stuff himself. So he did this whole like, hey, I have a trip to Japan, and this entails uh, a cruise around Japan as well. So if you want to go, right, it was like, hey, I always wanted to go to Japan. I always wanted to go on a cruise. So it was like killing two birds with one stone. Um, the unfortunate thing is we only were able to stay in Tokyo for, I think, two days before no. we had to go on the cruise. But the cruise and just seeing parts of Japan that I never would have thought I've seen or see was amazing. It just you know made me, I already appreciated the culture before the cruise and the trip, but I appreciated the culture even more after that. And again, just seeing the, the Shinto shrines and, and hearing the religions of the the you know, the Japanese before the Japanese now is like, wow, this is so spiritual. This is a cool place to be. And I don't know if I'd ever be able to 
speak the language if I was I, I'm pretty sure if I was there long enough I'd be able to uh, you know adapt. it'll come yeah, it comes yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it just naturally probably comes yeah and I, I that's we, really cool yeah no it was cool we saw a play we saw Akita um we saw Akita is like one of the oldest samurai towns um in in Japan and our tour guide said parts there was a movie back in the 70s and 80s called Shogun um mm. she said parts of Shogun was filmed in you know and she pointed at a house there and I was just like wow I remember Shogun that's how old I am <laughs> I think the Shogun is coming back. I think it's filming now, oh, actually. Nice. So the, nice. uh, there should be a revamped Shogun. There should soon. be. I mean, you know, the Tom Cruise um, Last Samurai was as close to Shogun as, as we can get. But, you know, mm. if they did a remake and they they did it where... And I would want to see it on, on a network like maybe like Netflix where... It could be a little more violent, you know. Um, oh, right. Yeah, you know. I wonder which channel. I don't know who. I heard you plug in. I don't know which streaming or if it is even streaming. Yeah. But someone is making a, is making it. Oh, Maybe it man. is Netflix. You got me excited. Yeah. I'm definitely going to look look for this. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, back back to what we're doing. So I know there's a lot of things that you have. There's a lot of projects that you're doing. Um, how is it working with, you know, the, the, char- the characters and the cast that you worked with? Like, um, like Sebastian Stan and, you know, you know, the, the Batman, you know, how is it working with those characters or those, those, ca- yeah, actors? I would say for me, the, I knew the, I mean, I know I've known since I think Tim Burton's Batman was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, so the Batman in particular is one that you see it's kind of surreal to just you see a guy in front of you and he's in a really cool suit yeah, yeah. um and he just you're just like that's yeah i'm wow i'm i'm it this is batman this yeah. is this is the batman uh and it's 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 a really i don't know how to explain it almost out of body yeah. is how i'd put it uh because i knew that so well I would I wouldn't say I was as deep into the Marvel lore of the Winter Soldier, but I did actually go back and rewatch and start seeing more things I hadn't recognized, like wow. the Black Panther guy being in the one of the earlier Captain Americas yes. and all this. I just was like, oh, that's a big plan, and I, I missed it. I'm just like my friend who missed me in the movies. Um, but uh, he, it was really cool. I would say on that particular. Uh, that filming time was actually during the pandemic. It was yeah. in when I was doing in October 2020, I believe. Um, so sadly, with that being very much in the forefront, I think there was not much, uh, no handshaking, no yeah. Yeah. unnecessary chatting if you don't need to. Masks all, all as time. much as possible. Yeah, so I, I would say he was very pro from what I our, I think most of our interaction was him pointing something towards me Okay. for the camera. I'll, I think I could say that. He was so pro that he didn't even point that thing at me several times. Uh, it, uh, it, you know, um, so I guess in anything, I would just say he was very cool and like respectful nice. To, nice. to work with. I just but, when 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 the filming first when the announcement of you know reboot of Batman first came out and you know I'm a big I'm a big Marvel guy but I do follow my DC comics as well um, 
and they announced that Robert Pattinson was going to be Batman, I was like, huh? He, he just played Edward. You know, we're, we're used to him as a vampire. Now he's going to play a bat. But then he did that one movie with William Defoe. The I think it's called the Lighthouse. Yeah, the Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. And I was where like, he's like eating dirt. That's yeah. crazy. And I was like, wait a minute, uh, if he can pull this off, and told, everyone forgot he was Edward in that movie. I was like, okay, I'm going to give him a chance in the Batman. I'm going to see how he is. Mm. Um, before the movie came out, I, my favorite, you know, we, we all talk about who's your favorite Batman, who's your, who has a better bat suit. Um, I'm always biased to, um, to uh, what's his name? Um, the first Batman. Uh, God, his name. All the way. You mean the pal? Adam. No, 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 no. Not, not Adam no. West. The first, uh, the Tim Burton Batman. Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. I've always... Mm. I like his style. I like, you know, it was the first time they brought uh, a live action Batman on screen. So I like that. And then, you know, the, the Christian Bale Batman came out. Um, and then, you know, the Ben Affleck came out. And me watching this Robert Pattinson from everything that he's he's been through to what he's doing now. And uh, a lot of my Batman friends are going to hate me for saying this, but this is he's my favorite Batman so far. And, and wow. the only reason why I'm saying it is because Michael Keaton for that era, when it first came out, was good. Um, uh, Christian Bale's Batman, I hated the fact that every time he wore the bat suit, his voice changed. You know, he did a, you can't catch me. You know, his voice changed. And then everybody, mm-hmm. you know, talks about the Ben Affleck. It's like, that was just the fill-in because they wanted to do the DC, uh, oh, the DC. Okay. yeah well that's what yeah. a lot, that's right. not me saying it that's what i'm reading online right that's they're saying yeah. he's a fill-in okay. because they wanted to do the whole the whole dc um the whole dc verse kind of thing but robert pattison when he came in and he did the whole bat suit he didn't have to change his voice and you know that's you know uh, i forget the director's name for um is it reeves is it richard reeves matt reeves matt reeves, yeah. matt reeves. He mm-hmm. made, and I read this on online when he said, we told Robert Pattinson to just be himself, but to act, to, to add that dark twist that he would think Batman would sound like. And he didn't mm. change his voice. He didn't do anything like that. He just, you know, he probably took it an octave lower, maybe sounding a little deeper when he spoke as Batman. But I was like, this is the best Batman. This is the best um, bat suit. <laughs> and this is the best uh um, Batman that I've seen in a while, and, and I, I kind of I, I like where it's going. Well, kudos to Robert Pattinson for, you know, putting on. I mean, he is English, right? Yes. So he's it is a voice he's putting on. Yeah. Um, an accent. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I thought he was great. Yeah. And yeah. No, I mean it was cool. Um, I mean, just the bat suit. Who you you told me you Tim Burton. What's your favorite bat suit so far? I'm. I'm the type of person that when my girlfriend changes her outfit, I may not notice. Uh, like I'm just really bad for me. The suit. I mean, I can, I could tell on this set that it was a really cool suit, yeah. but as soon as I saw this suit, I don't remember. Everything any, else. I don't, I, I can't, I can't like compare. If you show me two, I don't know, Camry's or two, uh, Teslas, I probably would just be like it's a te- it's a it looks cool. That that's how I that, that's a good way to put it for me. Got to me, it. a Tesla looks cool. The bat suit to me looks cool. I do know Ben Affleck's one had like glowing eyes sometimes. Yeah. That was a difference, but otherwise, I just know it looked cool. Oh yeah, I almost yeah. want to curse. I was gonna say, can I curse? No. You, can, you can curse. You can curse. Freak friggin' cool. You can curse. Um, 
is 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 what I'd say. Nice. Um, but I yeah, I love that charcoal gray look. Yeah. But I guess that's also how all of the suits were. So I'm not giving yeah. you much help there. No, no, but it um, was it was just different. And again, you know, Matt Reeves and his direction to this Batman and and for you to be a part of it, it was like wow. You know, it's like when I was watching the movie. Um, it's funny because I, I reached out to you and I told my kids, I was like, like, hey, look, look who responded and I'm going to try to get him on my show. My younger son said, aren't you a Marvel guy? Don't you like <laughs> just like interviewing Marvel people? And then I mm-hmm. said, well, he was on Marvel because he was <laughs> the one that, you know, Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan killed that made him be more humble. And I was I was like. So he was on Marvel. So in a way, <laughs> in yeah. a way, I'm not, you know, I'm not lying. He's still, he's still a Marvel character. He just happens to be his latest movie just happens to be the Batman, which is, which is a cool thing. Um, no, that's good. I mean, I, I, the way you're, the way you are right now, the way you're doing all these other movies, the way you're, all these films are coming out for you, man. It's just, you know, it's, it makes us viewers appreciate, again, like I said earlier, what you do as an actor, you know, it's like, again, your IMDb page starts at 2002 and here we are, 2022, and there's and 2022, you're like doing three things, um, or three movies are coming out in 2022. So I just can't imagine how busy you were filming all these things and trying to find the time to do all that. How do you find time to do everything? You know, I well, it, it's a it's a juggle, um, but it's not like a normal nine to five kind of juggle. So I guess that term I hear a lot when it rains, it pours. Yeah. I I think the thing. I usually know is there's a, there will be, I always say, I I guess through the years I've always said, after this one's done, I'll be able to rest (laughs) after this. And then at some point, um, perhaps that's become longer between the point where I can rest, I guess. But um, uh, I'll have to keep an eye on that. And if it ever becomes too much, then I'll, I'll put a stop to it, but it's cause it's cool and it's fun. So I guess in my mind, I just say I try to make it work when it when it can. Nice, but uh, but I was here. Who who was that? I was hearing someone recently interview who just said after they did uh, Star Wars, they just got so busy they were they just took on too much, and so I'm not there. But yeah. if I ever get there, I'll have to keep that in mind. Was it was it Harrison Ford that said that? Because I know he was the one I was. No, I think <laughs> he was always the one. Well, I was Harrison like, Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford is 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 uh that's a different I mean he's he's been working hard for such a long time I think he he deserves his rest if he wants it but he seems to be happily shooting Indiana Jones or just got that all done yeah no no it's funny because he mentioned like from the first Star Wars he's been trying to kill off Han Solo for oh, right. the longest time and then it's like they finally killed him off but they're they're bringing him back as a ghost it's like come on <laughs> like let this guy rest already but no it, it's it's pretty cool and and again i appreciate me as a viewer as a fan as a person who does this what i'm doing right now this podcast interviewing you guys made me appreciate a lot of the things that you guys have to go through that you have to put on pause whether you know you have a family you mentioned you have a girlfriend and to do this first and say hey look i gotta do this filming and i don't know how long i'll be here you know and the good thing about technology nowadays is you know we can facetime we can zoom we can whatsapp all each everybody um that's the good thing about technology but at the same time you're being pulled away from you know personal stuff that you want to do but yeah you're you're doing it because you said you like doing it and you 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 know this is 
something that you like doing. I like doing it, but recently, I guess I also have realized, um, yes, at the beginning, I was like, I don't know, especially going to I, in LA, it was like, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll drop everything. You drop everything for it, right? Um, and may, perhaps it's living in Europe for a while, but I've realized, no, yeah. <laughs> I also am going to take time and I want to spend time with, you know, my loved ones. Yes. And I need to, yeah. And ever, ever since the pandemic, uh, to be honest, it's made me think I got to find time to visit my family as well. Like my family, which is back in the States. And I haven't seen my brother or my dad in a while. So yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Uh, I'm going to make the time. Have to book out. Have to have to book out sometimes. It's good. Don't, that's what I think. I mean, you deserve it. You deserve it. I mean, looking at your resume again, you know, from, you know, 2002 to now, you've just been so busy. Um, what's what's one of the drawbacks? And besides being having the busy schedules, what's one of the drawbacks when it comes to the movies or the TV series that you'd, you've done? I guess one of the tricks would be, um, yes, the dates can conflict. So sometimes you can't do everything. And other times, of course, that's another actor saying they're like, you want some work? <laughs> book a vacation. You'll get some work right when you book your vacation. Exactly. Um, so I've had those moments come and uh, usually try to make both work. But nice. but yeah, okay. nowadays I'm trying to make the vacation work too. Work. <laughs> I had yeah. a question from from someone at work the other day and they asked me, and I'm only asking you as an actor, um, we mm -hmm. hear about a lot of uh, actors and actresses who've you know gone to school to study to study to be an actor. Do you think going to school is beneficial as an actor, or do you think someone like me who has no acting experience can just go in there and and do an audition and and you know win the the, the directors and producers, or do we need that that formal ed education? It probably depends on the person. I can imagine some people probably can, like, I mean, some of the most true moments, they say some kids can really get lost in their imagination. And somehow as adults, we study so hard how to just make believe in a sense. Yeah. Um, so it probably really depends on the person, but I, I do think there is work and experience to it. So any experience you can get, whether it be from drama school or acting classes or just being on set, um, I feel like all of that will help you get out of, yeah, help people. So unless you just can get lost in it so much that you just don't notice anything else, I can imagine that overall in my head experience would, would uh, help. Yeah. Um, but again, like I told you, I was a computer science guy with a shaky hand. Um, I didn't know. I didn't even know that scenes, you know, people might have an intention in a scene or any, yeah. anything like that. Uh, so um, for me, it was a lot of classes on the side. And then I would say being on those sets like that Everly set and seeing, yeah, it's, it's what's in the frame for film. Nice. What's on stage, it may be different. You know, it's uh, all of that combined together and then figuring out how to still how to make that seem real by ideally believing it nice. um is is uh 
is something that maybe someone else could just be like, oh yeah, I get everything you just said and I can do it without ever having tried. And that may be possible, but I, yeah. How was it? How was it? Not for me. (laughs) You, you just said you, you were a computer science guy and how was your family? How was their support when you said, you know what? I think I want to do this instead (laughs) of that. How was it for them? How, how, how did they feel when you first brought it up to them? I was, it was my dad um, and I was pretty nervous, but early on I'd been hinting. I think the whole time I'd been like, ah, I think I'm going to be a musician that's also got a sponsorship dating and sell my boards and my shoes and be filming. They'll pay me like a stipend to do that. That's going to be the life. And he's kind of like, you know, thinking backup plan, backup plan. Yeah. so I, that so the computer science major I feel like was me entering the backup plan and it took some nerve to finally just say dad I yeah I think and I think it was out of the blue I think it was not something that seemed natural because I don't naturally love to be on stage or anything um, okay I just thought so when I told him I was expecting yeah like are you crazy or something like this and he just kind of said, okay. Good. And Good. That, that's what I got. <laughs> so it was a surprise, but yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the important things, especially when you're trying to make a career change and it's something that you're passionate about doing is is making sure that you have the family that supports your decision and what you want to make. And to me, I think that's very important because, you know, it all starts off as a dream that one day this is what I'm going to do or what I want to do. And if you're actually, you know, you know, um, creating the foundation for this dream and doing the things that you do to get to where you are right now, especially you, I mean, it's like, I'm 100% sure your family is proud of what you've been doing, what you're doing now and, you know, the things that you achieved. And it starts with that support. And, and I believe I'm a big believer on, you know, no matter what a person's dream is, always support it, even if it sounds really far fetched, because one mm-hmm. day that dream can become reality. And, you know, you and a bunch of other actors that I've spoken to in the past are living proof of this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to put my, you know, this is what I'm going to um, devote my life to. And one day it'll pay off. And it has, you know, and again, your resume, 20 years of, of doing work is just like, wow, you know. <laughs> I, yeah, I think perseverance probably, yeah, I would say the people I see that keep working, they just kept at it. And uh, I feel like a lot of people's stories, if you look at it, everyone recognizes like a big famous, you know, success. Yeah. But often, even those guys had a lot of times it didn't quite work, but they kept going if that makes sense yeah totally. i was but i i will say i was very surprised i I don't think i expect i think my dad like i went to japan and when i came back i went back to philly and he bought me a car and i said i'm going to drive to la and he just kind of was like well you have a car (laughs) you can sleep in that if you need uh good luck (laughs) so it was more i think he was kind of like hope you know didn't know where it would go and i didn't either but um yeah i'm very happy to say i think he's yeah i think he's proud of me now nice nice (laughs) um 
what's next for you? What's what's I, I, I you know, besides, you know, the, the Batman that just this came out, which um, what's next for you? What, what, what do you have plans that you can share? I know, sadly, because most everything seems to have a non-disclosure agreement yeah. or a NDA, NDA to sign yeah, yeah. behind it. It's always a trick. That's why I probably look confused thinking, what can I say? Um, but I would say, early, when, we, when we were talking about voice stuff, I, I over the pandemic, I initially, someone asked me to be in one of their scripted podcasts. It was nice. uh, the Passenger List or Passenger List. Um, Kelly Marie Tran is the lead of oh, that. Wow. Okay. And it was a really cool, it's got its, and I kind of, I did some subsidiary characters in part one, and then I got to play her, her brother that she's looking for in series two, um, which was really, I think that's one of my favorite performances I've done. So if you want to listen, uh, it's called Passenger List, but through those, I don't know how it fully happened. I am going to, I believe I can say this. Um, there's a company called Stack, S-T-A-K, and these wonderful people made a story. I don't know how much I can say, but it was very fitting for me. Okay. And um, I, it's the title, I, not the title character, it's the lead character of an upcoming scripted podcast that I know as Boom. It may have a different name. Okay. Uh, I think it'll be called Boom, and it should be on this STAK podcast uh, network. I actually made sure to ch- it's a STAK pod on okay. Twitter. So hopefully sometime this year that will be something I'm also looking forward to and a bit nervous about because I realized when you lead the podcast, people can if people don't like it, it's kind of feels like, Oh, again, like the auditions, I guess it's like, yeah, you put your voice out there and if they hate you, then they hate you, but it's not going to stop me from keep making more. (laughs) Um, You have a very good podcast voice. And, and this is coming from someone who's, again, I told you earlier, if you listen to my very first podcast to what I'm doing now, I will, I will. No, don't, don't listen to it. Don't listen to it. The mic quality was terrible. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I had, um, I think I just had the mic hooked up to my computer. Yeah, it was, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm going to do it. But with persistence yeah. and with determinations, I said, you know what, I'm going to get this done right. I'm going to spend the money because, you know, you know, there's that that hidden saying, like you got to order to make money, you have to spend money. So have to spend the money yeah exactly but i want to thank you for jumping on i want to thank you for um, sharing your story uh aki katobi akai katabi katabi Uh, katabi. Katabi. like uh like here in spanish okay Okay, got it um but yeah thank you for jumping on and i'm gonna you know invite you if ever you want to jump back on the podcast um and you want to talk about anything moving forward you know with your busy schedule if there's anything you want to jump back on you're more than welcome to jump back on and just say hey let's i got this idea let's talk about this um and I'll be more than happy to have you back on anytime. And if you ever need me to do anything for you, um, podcast wise, definitely feel free to reach out to me. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know. Oh, I, brilliant. I love doing these things. I, I don't know why, but like, you know, people are like, Hey, can you edit this sound for me? Or, Hey, can I shot this video of like, you know, of people? Can you edit and put some, I don't know why I like doing, it. I like doing it. And I have this bad like habit. Yeah, I do. Okay. And I have this bad habit of telling people, Oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of you. Where it's like, no, maybe I should start asking for, you know, a little something, something. Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, 
My, no, you don't. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, my time is money. But but again, you know, I like doing it. I love doing it. I love showing off my work. And 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 again, if you go back to podcast one to podcast now, mm-hmm. you, you'll see the difference. You'll see the transformation of of the podcast channel. And and so but you know, you did you did start and you did you did do it. Yes, you did do. Yes, that's yes. the thing. That's the to, thing. To, to, it so congrats to you thank you and uh uh, yeah it's been a pleasure it's it's a good chat maybe i will see you down the line on here again definitely definitely good luck to you good luck to you know the 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 projects you have now the projects that you're going to do in the future and i'm going to go watch more of the movies that you're in i'm still going to look for clay redemption i saw that check out um his imdb page there's a little clip there's a three minute 14 clip there of of your his work that he's doing right now and it's like the reason why I asked if you speak Japanese because there was a there was a scene there where you're speaking Japanese. Oh yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, wow, he speaks Japanese really well. So I'm wondering if you you know if he speaks Japanese or is that something that you had to do for that role? Oh, I yeah, I've done it a couple times, yeah. um, but uh, I do yeah, I do feel like I I try to work on it. Uh, but yeah, nice. Next um, time I go to I Tokyo, you're, you're coming with me because you're going to be the one that's <laughs> you know. Yeah, we'll get some some noodles, yeah, and we'll, we'll talk about where the nearest train station is <laughs> to a cop. Funny story, <laughs> I, I want to mention before we leave. We we went to we went to when we went to Japan that first night we were there. We went to um, a place called Donkey. It's like a little convenience store that sells everything, right? Um, Don Quixote. Don Don, it's called Don Quixote in Hawaii, but in Tokyo it's called Don Key. So I'm assuming it's the same thing. Um, I think I think that's the shortened slang. Exactly. For it. So Don't we go there. We walk that. from our hotel. We stayed at the Skiji Market in that area um, before the Skiji oh, Market nice. closed. So we walk over to Donkey, which is you know probably like a two mile walk. And you know we're in Tokyo. We're in a different country. Let's check that out. Then after that, we decide to eat. We couldn't find a place to eat because you know, we don't know where to eat. So we decided, oh, there's a sign that says Denny's. Okay, let's go to Denny's. So we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're sitting, and you know, the, the Denny's menu is so different, right? It's like they have katsu, they have ramen, they have everything that we don't have here in America. So we're sitting there and I'm like, close the menu because they won't come to us, close the menu. And they didn't, we were there for like 10 minutes and the server never came to us. And then oh. I said, are they being, you know, American racist? Do they not like us? <laughs> but then- we kept hearing this button, this bell, and it kept going like, oh, ding dong, yeesh. ding dong. And my son goes, hey, dad, what's this bell? I said, I don't know. Press it. So we pressed it. Then sure enough, the waitress or you know, the, the person's like, are you ready to order? I'm like, oh, that's why they never came to us. Yeah, that's funny. But yeah, it's one of those things where like, you know, if you go to a foreign country, foreign land, you just have to, you have to have somebody with you that, that knows exactly oh, what to do. Oh, yeah. go eat. Go eat Pizza Hut over there. Which, ah. uh, the topping choice is quite trippy, uh, from what I remember, from mayonnaise and shrimp to oh. what, whatnot, all sorts. Um, I remember having a fun time in a McDonald's in Japan. I think I asked for a small Diet Coke, no ice. And they just looked at me like, are you sure? No ice. And I said, yeah. And then they just put a cup under, pushed the small button, gave me like a third of the cup and said, there you go. Because <laughs> they... They're like, well, we're supposed to fill it with ice and then push the button and it goes to the top. <laughs> but you said no ice. And I was like, yeah, can you not? They're like, that's the small, that's the amount you paid for. And I was like, right, wow. buy the book. Wow, yeah, buy the uh, book. Buy the book. <laughs> 
But Aki, thank you for stuff. jumping on. Thank you for being on. And again, good luck to you in the future. Good luck to everything you have planned. And I'm so happy that you jumped on. And thank you for jumping on and sharing your story and your, your acting career and your acting life with us. No, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure, Eric. All right. All right. Again, whenever you want to jump on, whenever you want to be on, definitely give me a call. Give me a text. I got you on the WhatsApp so that way we can, it's easier to, 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 to get in touch that way. That's true. All, All right. right. Well, and have then, a good day. And yeah, thanks for waking up so early. Oh, too. no. I know Again, it's, uh, I, it's yeah. daylight savings and, you know, um, I'm, I'm a few minutes late for Costco, but we're going to get to Costco. <laughs> you yeah, Maybe get Costco some right. Costco pizza. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Those hot dogs. Oh, Those. yeah. That's definitely there. Aki Katabi, everyone, thank you for jumping on, and thank you, and good luck to your future, and thank you guys for watching. Cool. All Thanks, right. guys. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. That is it. I want to thank everyone for watching. Thank you guys for jumping on the show. That was a great interview that I just had with him. Very, very very well-known actor. Um, definitely go watch uh, some of the movies he's in. Um most currently current movie that he was on was the Batman. Um, he was also on the Falcon and winter soldier. He was on, um, uh, venom. Let there be carnage. He was, he's his, his resume is big. So definitely go jump on and go watch the movies that he's been in. Um, definitely cool guy. And I'm very honored to have him on my show. But again, I want to thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for jumping on. Um, uh, yeah. What else? That's pretty much it. Again, you guys can watch this. It's going to be uploaded on YouTube. If you guys were ready to watch, it's going to be uploaded on YouTube. It's going to be uploaded on um, all the podcast platforms. So if you guys would rather listen than see my ugly mug right here, that's totally fine. I'm available on um, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, all the podcast platforms you guys can think of. I got to start thinking about pizza. Now I can't speak right because i'm very hungry um but until next time i want to thank you guys for watching thank you guys for jumping on the podcast and the live stream has ended thank you guys for watching thank you for listening you've been listening to the daily podcast with eric b